WCSG Backstage gives you access to your favorite WCSG DJs from your family-friendly morning show, the most music for your middays, and the ride home. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Zach. And I'm Joel. And this is WCSG Backstage. Welcome to WCSG Backstage. Over the past couple of weeks, the WCSG On Air team has been gathering together to celebrate the holidays, and it's time to continue celebrating New Year. So 2020 was a year to remember. A lot happened. But what if you could go back and talk to yourself in December of 2019? So in five words, what would 2020 you tell December 2019 you Amanda, how about you go first? I'm glad I get to go first because I feel like this is one a lot of people might pick. My five words, you won't need that calendar. (laughs) (laughs) Because as soon as March hit, March 12th, 13th, everything got crossed off. Every trip, every school activity, every sort of thing that we had going on. I mean, we have a few things now, but for a good part of the spring and the summer, there was nothing. I still don't know what day it is. (laughs) <laughs> well, we're almost at the end of the year, so... Hopefully, we'll all get a chance to use the uh, 2021 calendar. My daughter asked for one for Christmas, and I was kind of like, why? I mean, <laughs> she has a senior year coming up, though, so I think oh, she has things that she yeah. wants to put on there. Maybe just tell her, just give it a couple months, let's make sure everything goes smoothly, and then we'll get you one on discount. And yeah, they'll be 90% off. Joel? The one thing that, that came to my mind as, as I look back was to say to myself, you are stronger than you think. Hmm. Hmm. And how'd you figure that out? Obviously, it comes to you a little bit later on. um, But it was one of those moments after having friends who have gone through this and experiencing it myself and then also seeing the effects of so many people who have walked this journey and then come out the other end. And so many of them have told me that this was not fun, not at all, but they realized that they had something in them. And I think we as Michiganders, we live through rough winters. Zach and I spent one night over at a hotel just down the road during winter, walked back up here to get into the building with about, what, 10 feet of snow? Uh, it was a lot. Snowpocalypse. Was, yeah. yeah. We, yeah. Could, we could not move the car, so yep. we walked down so the east we, belt line to work. Yes. <laughs> so we can make it through things. And I think that was the thing that it brought back to my mind was, you are stronger than you think you are. And, and I hope people realize that as well. You have that resilience within you. You can make it. And with God's help, you're going to come through this. Good stuff, Joel. Zach? So I have two answers. I have the a fun answer, and that's stock up on toilet paper. Because <laughs> I never thought there would be a time in my life where I would go down the grocery store and there would just be no toilet yeah. paper yeah. on the yeah. shelf. What a crazy thing to yeah. uh, panic by. Uh, but yeah. my real answer, don't forget that God's in control. Oh, good. Um, you guys know this, but people listening don't. WCSG is just a part-time job for me. I work full-time on staff at a church. And uh, I'm in leadership at a church, and boy, has it been a difficult year to be at a a larger church. We've had to make some decisions to keep people safe. It's easy to get discouraged, so I would just remind myself, 
God is in control. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. A sense of theme, at least with you guys. <laughs> Amanda's uh, all like, don't buy a calendar. Save your money. Well, and these guys are all spiritual. Don't worry. I'll come right alongside you because here are my five words. I said, go to restaurants, buy Tesla. So uh, I miss going to restaurants and Tesla had an amazing year yes. on the stock market. Yes. I, I found myself doing penny investments uh, through an app on my phone and I have uh, made a little bit because of that. And had I started earlier, I probably would have made a little bit more. So uh, I guess I would use that opportunity to try and make a few extra bucks for uh, the holidays. Hopefully to give to those less fortunate. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> Don't forget the mission. Well, even though 2020 was pretty rough, there are still plenty of silver linings out there. What was one of your favorite good news stories to come out of the year? Zach, you can lead us off. Okay, so um, yes, it's been a hard year, and I think one of the biggest hardships for people this year has been finances, um, especially some unexpected medical expenses. So this is a cool story out of Iowa. Uh, Some Iowans may receive an unexpected holiday gift this year, the freedom from medical debt. Mm. Oh, The members of Capitol Hill Lutheran Church in Des Moines decided they wanted to band together this year and raise money to help forgive medical debt for the people in their county. Uh, The church ended up raising $5 million. Wow. And they contacted uh, a nonprofit called RIP Medical Debt that works to get people out of debt. And the pastor asked them, how much money would it take to forgive all the debt in Polk County? And they responded with, what you have, you can forgive all of the medical debt in the entire state of Iowa. That's amazing. Yeah, so that's what they did. The the church and community responded so well that they decided they're going to start a second donation drive in January with the goal of purchasing all of the medical debt in Missouri. The pastor said 2020 has been a rough year for everyone. Hopefully when people receive this news, they start the year off better with a significant weight off their shoulders. That is huge. Huge. Wow. I uh, had a son who had his appendix taken out. He finished virtual school like at the end of May. That weekend, let's go to the hospital. You have to get your appendix (laughs) removed. And that's something that I'm just now getting paid off. Even though I have medical insurance, you know, that stuff takes a long time. And it's hard enough to have a family member or a friend who is not feeling well, especially like heart stuff, cancer, like really big things. And then to add that medical debt on top. And I just love that there was no like, well, you have to attend church seven times in order to get this. We have to look at all your financials and make sure you're not paying for things you're not supposed to. It was like, it doesn't matter who you are. Here's a gift. And that's kind of what Jesus did for us. Yeah. You know, that's so great. I love that story. That is cool. All right, so when I looked back on 2020, we had a lot of opportunities to share some really good, good news stories. But the one that kind of topped them all was a story that just kept on giving and giving and giving, and it is the story of Captain Tom Moore. Mm. Now, if you remember the story, it started off, he's a 99-year-old World War II vet from the UK, and he wanted to do 100 laps around his garden during the pandemic to raise money for the UK's National Health Service that had taken care of him with some health issues prior. And he wanted to do it all before his birthday on April 30th. His goal was to raise about 1200 bucks. Well, slow and steady, he did it 10 laps at a time. The fundraiser, though, it blew up and crashed the website. <laughs> After all the dust was settled weeks later, his fundraiser had raised $43 million. <laughs> <laughs> How much did he want to do initially? Only 1200 <laughs> 
he he after that he ended up releasing a song called "You'll Never Walk Alone" that hit number one on the UK charts. It broke two Guinness World Records: one for the oldest person to achieve a UK number one track, and then for raising the most money on an individual charity walk. He was also knighted by the Queen. He wrote a book and oh. released a podcast series to tackle isolation among the elderly. Oh, Captain Tom! I know. Now, if that's not enough, now his oh. story is being turned into a feature film <laughs> biopic fast-tracked for production to release in 2021. The folks behind the film say this is a story about the power of the human spirit and Captain Sir Tom personifies that. At a time of fear and uncertainty, uh, 161 countries around the world embraced the beacon of hope that Captain Sir Tom provided, and we are honored to be telling this unique and inspiring story and are excited about audiences getting to know the man behind the headlines. Wow. No it was kidding. a good thing they fast track it because he is 100. He is 100. <laughs> that may have played a role. <laughs> but I think it's a good example of when you, people like to help. And yeah. so if you give yeah. them an opportunity to help, they'll often help. So that's just a Amazing. Good job to him. Yeah. And he just wanted to go for a little walk. Just to walk around the garden. <laughs> yeah. So I, I haven't even figured out what I'm having for lunch yet. This guy's got a book, a movie, podcast. He's, he's already done all this. And I still haven't, I still haven't even got my stuff done for the afternoon. Goodness. <laughs> Okay, well, you guys both had amazing stories, and mine's about animals, so whatever. It just made my heart happy when I saw it. Everyone deserves a second chance at love, I think, and that includes a lonely otter. His Aww. name is Harris, 10 years old, and he's also in England, so maybe he and Captain Tom yeah, can like can do a spend thing. some time together. <laughs> but see, Harris was a really, really good partner for Apricot. She was a female otter, and otters, are they kind of mate for life, and they hold hands and they do the swimming thing while apricot passed away at the age of 16 and poor harris was so so lonely that the zookeepers decided to create a dating website (laughs) for him (laughs) so they called it fishing for love in hopes that they could find another otter partner that he could love like no otter okay (laughs) i knew there was a pun the puns write themselves so they created this profile for him says i'm very attentive i love to cuddle i'm a very good listener and another zoo in england was like hey we have this other otter named pumpkin and pumpkin really could use a mate so they ended up matching together harris and pumpkin and they brought harris to pumpkin's habitat because they wanted the male to submit to the female wow which i'm okay with um (laughs) and so the Zookeepers were very sad to see Harris go, but they were really excited that he did have a second chance of love, and they were happy to give that to him because he was such a good partner to Apricot the first time around. So, well, they ought to know what's best for him. (laughs) So, that's a good thing. Yes, this is a story. It's it's really got a couple of different factors in it to why it really kind of stuck out to me. I don't have any daughters. I have two boys, and so they're very rough and tumble. So this is the story of Layla, and Layla is from a small town in western New York called Akron, and Layla has autism. 
But Layla loves Cinderella. Mm. And while Layla was out with her mom at a park, and, and if you have a child with autism or is anywhere near that spectrum, you understand the challenges and the opportunities and the possibilities. But at the same time for Layla, uh, hers was interacting with people. Well, she saw a bride on her wedding day who was getting photographs taken at this park. And Layla thought she had seen Cinderella. Oh. Mm. So she goes running across the park. Of course, mom is in tow, just, you know, following after her. And Layla is just convinced that she's seen Cinderella. And the beautiful thing about this is that the young bride, it's her wedding day. This is the day all about her. She turns it all about Layla. She spent so much time with her that everybody in the party is going like, we have a wedding to get to, and it's yours. And this young lady, Olivia, is taking so much time to play with Layla. As the story goes on, it turns out that Olivia then begins this relationship with Layla, and they just become friends. Somehow it got out to people about what had happened. Somebody captured it on video and on their phone, turned it into a news station, and the station picked up the story. It just took off. So after seeing this story, people banded together, just like they did in so many other instances here, where they raised money so that they could send Layla to Disney World to see actual princesses. That's awesome. It was, because then not only did they just raise the money to send her and her family there and they could spend a week, do all the fun things down there, they raised so much money that the family is like, you got to stop, first of all. But then any they said any of the money that is raised above that was going to go into a trust for Layla's future expenses because they knew the medical expenses and some other costs were going to be uh, there for her in the future. So not only are they taking care of a dream today, they're taking care of needs and responsibilities for later on in the future. Well, and just the it just took a little bit of kindness from that bride and look at what it turned into. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. You're Such right. a good reminder that we all have little opportunities that might become something bigger. So good story, Joel. Thank you. So we like music here at WCSG, obviously. It's a huge part of our ministry, and music has a way of just cutting through the the clutter and noise of our lives and shares things that normal words just can't seem to do. So, years old or brand new, what song would be your number one song this year? This goes back a long ways, quite a couple of decades, actually, because it was something that as I was holed up in my house for a couple of weeks, just really came to mind. It's a one of my favorite bands, if not my favorite band of all time, is this little Irish band out of Dublin called U2. And uh, <laughs> you may or may not have heard of them. They're, they're, they're kind of coming. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They They got one or two songs. But... Um, they had an album out uh, in 2000, actually, and one of the songs on there is called Walk On. This is a song that is reminding me of what's truly important. And I have the the uh, autobiography of U2, and they mention this song in there, and they talk about why they wrote it. The reason why they had sung it and wrote it was in support of a larger purpose. But they really brought it back down to the personal level 
Uh, the lyrics are, love is not the easy thing. The only baggage that you can bring is all that you can't leave behind. And you'd have to kind of ponder that for a little bit because it kind of worms its way around. But really what it's about is about abandoning things that we sometimes strive for. But in reality, they're the things that really don't truly matter. Mm-hmm. Love is the only thing that you can really leave behind that is going to matter. You can talk about money, you can talk about possessions, but those things are going to disintegrate. It's the love that people have for each other that's demonstrated in these stories of giving and sacrifice and the work done throughout this year to show love to each other. Those are the things that people remember. Those are the things that people strive for and they want to have. So this song just reminded me of that, brought back to mind what's really, really important uh, as we move through this pandemic. And we've got hope around the horizon, but really a reminder what's really important and the really important thing is love. All right. Well, if you listen to the WCSG year-end top 10 countdown, uh, you'll hear that I picked Pat Barrett's song, Canvas and Clay, because it was in contention for the top 10 songs of 2020. However, some songs are too new for that privilege. So uh, here at WCSG Backstage, I chose a different number one song for the year, and I actually picked Phil Wickham's Battle Belongs. song is just it's, uh, I don't know just a few months old but it, the, it's just a, such an anthem and the chorus is one that's not hard to just proclaim and belt out and I just want to share these lyrics it says so when I fight I'll fight on my knees with my hands lifted high oh god the battle belongs to you and every fear I lay at your feet I'll sing through the night oh god the battle belongs to you and I just feel like at its most basic it's just a great reminder that if god is for me who can be against me and that God goes before me in everything I face, whether it's personal, professional, or the pandemic, every single bit of it. So that's been kind of the theme for the year. I like it. So I have the privilege and responsibility of being the music director for WCSG. So I hear a lot of music. Some of it is really good. Some of it is not good at all. And it's like, why why is that even being sent to us? But thanks for trying and try again next time. Um, one song that came across my desk at the end of 2019 is one that really we played a lot in 2020. And it comes from Jen Johnson. that maybe you've not heard of before but when I heard this song I am I love country music that's kind of where I, I got my start because um, I was a 4-H girl and grew up in the country but I liked the not just the way the song sounded but also the words to it and I'm very much a believer at least for myself that sometimes I have to get my mouth to say the things out loud in order for my heart and my brain to believe them especially in a year that's been really hard with the pandemic and just trying to do virtual school and just it's just been a lot of things there's been so many times where I've heard the song I'm going to sing the goodness of God all my life you have been faithful all my life you have been so so good and with every breath as I'm able I'm going to sing of the goodness of God and there's been times where I've been just driving and just tears just streaming down my face because it's been a hard day or it's been a hard season but we still can't 
deny the fact that God has been good to us. And every day that we have, every breath that we're able to take, that is a testament of God's goodness in our lives. And so I just love that song for the reminder I get every time I hear it. And, you know, sometimes because we hear a lot of music, it's like, oh, I'm kind of tired of that one. That one I've heard a bajillion times and still not tired of it. So that would have to be my number one for the year. That song, probably the number one song at our church this year. Yes. Too. So the, the team that I lead, I lead the production team at church. So it's a bunch of tech guys that normally really reserve. They keep to themselves. They like to serve in the shadows. When we sing that song, their hearts just crumble. Their mm. arms go up. Some of them even start crying when we do the song. And so it's, I'm not alone. It's, it's <laughs> such a good song. <laughs> okay, so before I get to my song, I'm going to start with a quote. And uh, this quote is actually from an old DC Talk song. It's from Ooh. Brennan Manning. Oh, um, oh yeah. He says, the greatest single cause of atheism in the world today is Christians who acknowledge Jesus with their lips, walk out the door, and deny him by their lifestyle. Mm. That is what an unbelieving world simply finds unbelievable. And I think that's been one of the most interesting things of 2020 is to watch Christians fight with each other and watch how mean Christians can get. And that brings me to this song. The first time I heard this song, it's when we play on WCSG. I thought everyone in the world needs to hear this song right now. It's Josh Wilson, Revolutionary. chorus of the song why does kindness seem revolutionary when did we let hate get so ordinary turn it around flip the script judge slow love quick god help us get revolutionary and then the bridge of the song i get goosebumps every time i hear it he just says over and over again what would jesus do he would love first so we should love first Mm. i want to sing that song from the mountaintops to to everyone just stop being so mean Yeah. And kindness should be our first response to things. And instead we celebrate, oh, let's do a good news story because they're they're fun and we're glad to hear them. Like that should be like the norm, you know, and then the (laughs) other way around should be, you know, something that would be. I don't want to say special, but something that would stand out. So, But I think it is a reflection of uh, part of the human condition of which, like, mm-hmm. you know, oftentimes we go to prayer to God because something is difficult in our lives. But how often do we go just out of sheer celebration for things? Some, You know, we need to do more of that. And I think that's, you know, that's maybe why this song exists, that it is a little bit revolutionary that we're doing this because we don't do it often. We haven't made it a habit. And I like with Josh Wilson, we had a chance to catch up with him a little bit uh, during the pandemic. And he prays a prayer with his son on the way to school. And that prayer is, let me have courage and compassion, courage to do what I need to do, but also compassion for those who aren't doing it the same way, Mm -hmm. you know, and understanding. It's been a hard time, especially dealing with masks and the pandemic. And everyone has a different opinion about all the things. Not everyone has to always agree, but we can still treat each other with kindness. Kindness. So (laughs) glad you brought that song up. Good reminder, Zach. Many of us, uh, as we get near the end of 2020, start making resolutions, setting goals. This year, kind of watch them just disagree (laughs) within the first few months. I know mine did. Um, But being hopeful for the future, and that's what we want to do here. With 2020 fading in the background, what is your hope and goal or resolution for 2021? And Jeremy, 
What about you? All right. So when I flipped from 2019 to 2020, my major goal, like probably a good chunk of the planet was I'm going to buckle down. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to work out and <laughs> shed some pounds because 2019 wasn't super kind to me. And I did do that. I had a pretty solid health journey. I haven't lost as much weight as I wanted, but I do think not to like, I don't know, uh, justify things, but I think I replaced it with muscle, you know, because I did. Oh. I have consistently. <laughs> worked out for pretty much the entire year. I've had a couple days off, but have done something at least every single day. And so I want to continue that into 2021 because it's been a healthy habit, but I've also found it to be a fun one. Uh, Riding my bike or kayaking or going for a hike. um, All of these things have been also great things to do during the pandemic because I can do them outside and socially distant. Uh, I ended up running eight virtual 5Ks this year. So I very much like... Whoa! I know. I know. I was surprised by that too. I looked on my little rack and I saw eight medals hanging there and I'm like, I did that this year. Um, so I very much like to either meet or beat that in 2021. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm not, I do not like running, but I wouldn't mind maybe trying a 10 K the first time and see if I could do that. Uh, from a non-fitness standpoint, I do have a stack of books and, uh, you know, exercising wasn't my favorite thing. Reading, I kind of like it. I kind of don't. But I would love to get through as many of those as I can, uh, at least double my completion rate of 2020, which would be two. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a small goal. It's, it's a goal. Well, That's you what are... you need. Achievability. <laughs> well, then I will be able to be have the momentum to do it again more. Exactly. You know? And then double next year and you'll get to four. Exactly. <laughs> yep. We did not compare notes before we did this, but okay. my goals were very similar. At the end of 2019, I was not in good shape. And I, you know, kind of made a commitment to myself. Like I did the gym membership. And when the pandemic hit, it was like, I got to figure out how to work out like at home home. So I subscribed to the thing that gives you the videos in your house and, you know, they give you a calendar. And so I was able to stick with that. And that is something that, you know, I've done fitness stuff in the past, but it's been in short spurts. So being able to do it for a year, I feel like a habit has been established. And, you know, that's a good thing. Um, And a good example for my kids too. like stop playing video games and like be active, do something. (laughs) Um, So I would like to continue that, maybe run a few actual 5Ks instead of just the virtual ones. I miss like the atmosphere of people and getting the treats at the end. You know, if you do a virtual one, you have to provide your own treats. You're your own responsible. (laughs) You know? For your own ceremony too. You got to hang the medal around. I just provided myself Uh. this uh, large pizza. Well, and the virtual thing, it's very, I'm glad they're doing it because it gives you something to like work for, but they just send you your stuff in the mail. Like here's your t-shirt, your medal, your runner's thing. So you could just sign up for these things and never do them and still have the t-shirt. People would not do that. How do you think I got eight medals on my rest? (laughs) I know you actually did I actually did do that. I have a question though. Do you like run in place or do you do jog outside just, i've done mine around my neighborhood yeah i track yeah. out a three mile 3.1 mile thing and i know what that is and you just just go out and run just it when you have a it. chance yeah yep. i did the same thing yeah yep. oh okay so okay. I would like to do some actual 5Ks, hoping that they come back, hoping, because I know there a lot of them are good money makers for charities right. as well. So, right. um, And then my other goal was to read more. Um, I've read one book this year. <laughs> so uh, if I could double that, make it two. I have a hard time because I think both of us, when we do the morning show, if I when I have a chance to like, okay, sit in bed and like open up a book, I fall asleep within like 10 Immediately, seconds. Immediately. Yeah. So maybe carve out some time during the day to like just read a chapter or something. 
So, well, those are awesome. Thanks. Those are awesome goals. And I think kind of attainable, hopefully. Absolutely. We'll <laughs> yeah, check absolutely. back in a year. There we go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll all get back together again. Okay, so we compared notes when we did the, the Tell Me Something Good before we got here. We probably should have compared notes for this one, too, because I literally have the same yeah. two as both of you. So at the, at They're the probably end, pretty high on everybody's Yeah, they're, they're pretty cliche. Yeah. At the end of last year, my wife and I, so we live downtown Grand Rapids. We bought a membership at the downtown YMCA, oh, and we're yeah. like, all right, we're going to work yeah. out together. I'm gone. She works from home during the day, and I'm out of the house during the day. So like, great, we'll spend some time together. Yes. We'll work out. And then the pandemic happened, and the YMCA closed. Closed, and we are lazy and we completely stopped doing anything fitness related so the ymca is back open now oh, and good. we have our our uh, membership back open and um i don't know if you've seen the new apple watch the apple fitness plus mm-hmm. yeah uh, we bought new apple watches so now we have more skin in the game so we can yes. actually work out at home and um looking forward to doing that because a pandemic can't stop working out uh, at home yep. and then literally my next one is read at least one non-fiction non-work related <laughs> book every month because this year if you don't count the books I was paid to read I read zero books yeah. this year so we went from two to one to zero <laughs> well and you have a good point about that Apple Watch because I have one Jeremy has one and I tell you what the it doesn't like bark at you but it does keep you accountable like you haven't moved much today so stand up go walk around and I, I'm competitive I like being able to close those rings and Jeremy and I decided to compete one time and that would be the only time because I'm pretty sure it almost broke our friendship it did and it would be a shame if your family friendly morning show was not a thing anymore because Amanda was too competitive with her workouts so of the two of you who would you say is the more competitive oh Amanda without a doubt yes yeah. Jeremy just likes to participate he just likes to be part of it but and if Amanda I love to can't be in a win, winning team. I was going to say, I, I've always, yeah, she's way more. I like to win. <laughs> I like to be on winning teams. But like when it comes to like competing, like I, I see my limit and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I did my best. I did my best. I gave it uh, an A for effort, yes, but I yep. couldn't just quite make the grade. Well, That's and like it would be at the point where it'd be the end of the day and I go, oh no, Jeremy was beating me for the day. I better get back up and do some more things. <laughs> it's not healthy. It's just how I'm wired. So. Maybe that should be a resolution to work on that oh, a little bit. Yeah. Just give yourself a little slack. You don't always have to win all the things. <laughs> Good one, Zach. Thank you for yeah. sharing. And and of your of your family, who is the more competitive? Uh, between me and my wife? Yeah. Uh, neither of us. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we need to add you to our watches, and there so we, we can all be yeah. competitive with each other. <laughs> all right, Joel, what about you? Oh, well, I apparently am the sloth of this group <laughs> because I have no exercise plans on any of my goals for the upcoming year. But um, this year is kind of a little bit strange. There were several goals, but I'd actually like to spend more time with my family. And not because of some grandiose, I'm more spiritual or anything like that, but really um, this year has been a challenge in a couple of different ways. A couple of things which have kind of kept me a little bit more busy than I had planned to, but also we have some major changes coming up in our family. We have a a young man who is in college right now and maybe making some changes uh, to where he's going to school. This year was actually going to be a big vacation year for us. We had several different things planned. And this thing came up that interrupted everything. So uh, (laughs) we had to cancel a couple of those. They were some major things to kind of celebrate milestones and just to be able to celebrate together. So this year, 
we're kind of transferring all of that over, and I want to make sure that I do have more time uh, to be able to do that. My wife and I have kind of coordinated a few things already, but we just want to add a couple more uh, just to be able to celebrate those things that we didn't get to last year. So that's really the big thing of my goal that I really want to focus on uh, for 2021 is spending more time, you know, that meaningful time together, not just we're here in the same, we're seeing the same car driving, you know, a lot more than that. So that's, that's really my goal uh, for the upcoming year. It's a good, good one. Well, thanks again for spending time with WCSG Backstage as we celebrate the end of 2020 and look ahead to 2021. We also want to thank you for your continuous thoughts, prayers, and financial support this year. We couldn't do what we do without you. So Happy New Year from all of us at 91.3 WCSG. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Zach. And I'm Joel. And this is WCSG Backstage.